Welcome to Moon Harbor Heroes. Today's issue is Faces Issue 12, Beach Day. On the cover, a massive coral in the shape of Faze Demon stands in the middle of a large arcane sigil on the beach. Carl's eyes glow a bright pink as flames billow off of his form. In the background, we can see the rest of the team in a pitched battle against the cult. In the bottom right corner, we see a silver embossed logo in bold letters, Blockade. We turn the page and our story begins. Carl, I want you to go ahead and roll to assess the situation. Unless you want Faye to do it through your eyes, the choice is 100% yours. Um, I think it's more funny if Faye does it. Okay. Alright, that is a 7 plus 2, that is a 9. Yeah, we, you get to ask one. I think who here is most vulnerable to me is probably my best question. The guards? You know Dark Rider's a threat. Uh, you know HR is kind of a terrifying threat. Okay, you've heard Dark Ri- about how bad Dark Rider is, and you personally know HR is pretty terrifying. So of the people you're seeing, it's definitely just the more mundane guards. Uh, fantastic. How far away are they right now? How far away are they? I was thinking, like, less than a quarter mile, like 100 yards or so. That works for me. Before you uh, do what, what you're thinking about doing, uh, I want to go ahead and have us enter battle against a dangerous foe now. Let's do it. Who is the leader? I think I am. Faye is. Carl Ryder, how do you all feel? I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Okay. What is your objective? To save Leo. Does anyone have a different objective? No. That's a solid objective. Does any team member mistrust the leader or the team? Nope. 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 Oh, no. I'm good. And I don't believe you're ill-prepared or off. I don't think so. I'm a little groggy, but I'm good. <laughs> okay, cool. Before we jump to Faye, I'm Carl. You are still drifting through the camp. What do you want to do at this point? What Can I'm going to I... do as a like you all combining for that assess, you each separately can get plus one forward to acting on that answer. Sorry, go on. Can I roll to see if there's any weaknesses? to, like, the camp, like, if there's a, an, an entrance somewhere. Like, I think I actually have a move for that. Um, there's a couple vans that you haven't checked out yet. You've only seen, you know, there's, like, four other vans that are parked a bit further off. If you wanted to, like, fly over and check those out, I'd let you roll another assess. Or your own assess there. Um, I have elemental awareness. Oh, what's that do? If I do like a burn with my uh, with my amulet, it lets me spend one burn and mark a condition to open up your mind to the world around you with your powers. You can ask any one question about the world around you, and the GM will answer honestly. Okay, awesome. Um, you will have to charge your burn, so you might want to find a place to like form a bit closer and hide while you do that. The insects that are spread out, they're basically like. Um, they're not proper part of me right now. Kind of like how Faye okay. is yeah, connected to the hive mind. But... Oh, you're doing the whole send out scout thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the, like, the core of you is still back with everyone else? So they're basically tiny cam- cameras, but not much more. And I'm, my, my core is still with the party. As okay, cool. The amulet, yeah. Yeah, go ahead and uh, charge your burn and tell us what that looks like. 
I think it's just 2d6, right? With a zero because I don't have any conditions. Yep. Yeah. So that's a 10, which means I just get two burn, and I'm going to spend one immediately and mark a condition. Um, and I can See, ask I one, one question. Tell us so, what that panel looks like when you like open yourself up. So Carl would start glowing again so that the the rest of the party can see the the faint pulsating glow that means that the amulet is starting to um take take um take hold and then there would be like the faintest sign of like a little spark like a panel where like a thousand little sparks shoot out i like that um in 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 the sky like a mil million little, but it's almost imperceptible if you're not looking for it, but it's like a million little sparks flying out to all of the the little insects everywhere. And then um, it, al it allows cool. Carl to, to search way more effectively. Like he can zoom around the whole area and just like zoom into spots, which is way more control than he would normally have. Um, I'm going to give you a bit of information. You can, like, however you want Carl to, like, see this. Okay, so the information is there is a very, very powerful magical presence in one of the vans. I don't know, like, how that would look through Carl's vision. And also, something feels wrong about Dark Rider. Like, things don't feel exactly what they appear there. So can I ask the question yes. or was so that now, yeah you got that information now you can ask any question you want um i i think i'm gonna ask like what is the true identity of dark rider like like what is what can i visually ascertain like in detail we get a panel of like you looking at dark rider and it kind of we get a closer panel and then Underneath the armor and underneath the shadows, you see a much smaller figure. Like someone who is clearly not an adult. And then I think we snap the panel back to the group there. Hold on, did I see that too? Carl? Uh, I think you would because you're pretty connected to me right now. How clear okay. can I see that figure? As clear as I could see it. I want to turn to Carl and I want to say, do you trust me? Of course. I want to put my hands on Carl, like grab his hands, and then I want to try to take over his hive mind. Suddenly, everything around you goes goes black, and you end up in the same hive room that you were in last time. But this time, it's it's different because you're not in the center, but you it's like you're part of the whole, and the. Suddenly, there's like this shocking awareness of every little little part of the of like like every little gear of the clock suddenly becomes clear to you, and you just become completely one with the with the hive. And basically, awesome. it's like I... it's like a democracy because you ask ask to be in charge, they will let you. But it's a democracy. Everyone gets. I love that. So I'm gonna take a second and be like. Do I have permission to take charge for a few minutes? 
don't even get a reply, but you just sense that there's a yes. Like it's um, very immediate. I want all of the uh, bugs to kind of scatter and then fly as a unit, but like kind of swarm style over to the beach. And then I want them to start swirling around the sigil on the ground. Um, as they're swirling on the sigil on the, oh, around the sigil on the ground, I want them to kind of rapidly form into my demon. And I want to use the uh, glowing light from the amulet to light its eyes as it finally finishes forming and is standing there, standing on the sigil, staring towards the van. And you're good with all this, Carl? I'm good with all that. The Carl mass starts heading down. Or Are you myriad at this point? Um, I'm definitely Carl still okay. right now. Yeah. The Carl mass starts heading down towards the beach, and we get a shot from like behind the backs of everyone, and we're seeing cloaked figures exiting one of the vans and start walking towards the circle. What is everyone else doing while this is going on? I'm going to fly off and try and keep myself hidden, but while getting closer so I can actually see and hear what's going on better. Okay, cool. Um, where do you want to be closest to? We've got kind of... Um, I mean, are there any trees or anything nearby? Or is it just a big open clearing? You can get like down towards the bottom of this hill and still be pretty, pretty guaranteed not to be seen. The only real places to hide on the beach itself is if you got like behind the vans. Alright, I'd probably go to behind the vans then. Okay, cool. So we get a couple panels of Violet, like going through this small amount of vegetation and then kind of zipping behind some guards to end up behind the vans. Ryder, what are we doing? I should call you Felix right now. Yep, because he's Felix. Actually, Felix is going to... Felix is examining the beach. Uh, he saw... He sees the mass of Carl go one way. Um, I'm assuming... where what is, what is like Faye doing in this instance? Is Faye going to be continued standing on the hill? Or... Has she vanished into Carl? I imagine I'm standing on the hill still, like eyes like rolled back in my head, like completely like standing like a post. Okay, so what what Felix wants to do is he wants to he want he notices that and he wants to move Faye to he wants to like set her down to behind the hill to where she can't be seen, and then he's actually while while uh, um, Violet is moving. You know, kind of trying to hide, kind of. And Carl is making his way down the hill. He wants to actually come up to the top of the hill and then start walking down the hill. And he's going to take his, um, in his left hand, uh, he's going to have the broken Hyun coin. And in his right hand, he's going to have the broken transformer, the broken hinge device, his hinge device. And he's going to, as, as at the top of his lungs, go, Michael! I've got what you want. Let Leo go. A lot of things happen at the same time. At the uh, sound of Felix yelling, pretty much everyone on the beach looks over. It would it could be noted if anyone's paying close attention. So actually, Felix is almost guaranteed to notice this. Dark Rider doesn't seem uh, seems to be slow to react to this. They're reacting at the same speed as everyone else, not the speed of someone hearing their first name called out. Okay. <laughs> and at this time, the 
Carl Demon forms in the middle of the circle. Faye, give us a panel of what that looks like again. And then Carl, you can change anything you want in it. Uh, yeah, so I think that, um, so my demon in its like form and it like takes over my body when it like is in charge, stands at about five feet tall and is about the like length and size of a tiger. So maybe like five feet tall, seven feet long. I think I turn into that standing up there. The normally when the demon appears, it's got the like white skin and pink eyes, but uh, because it is made out of insect, um, I think it is made of like crawling bug skin, and like I think I have the bugs intentionally like keep moving and look like the skin is crawling and glowing red eyes from the amulet's fire. And every time the the beast opens its mouth. Uh, the, like the demon opens its mouth. It is also right on the inside there. Faro, anything you want to add or change? Oh, that sounds perfect to me. Uh, and every time I take a step, I want to like release tiny little bits of fire. Not enough to like affect anything, but I want to like let the amulet kind of surge power out underneath me. So it's just very intimidating looking. And I think when um when Felix like yells, I think that I'm gonna have a half second of hesitation. And then I'm going to snarl and, like, start striding towards Felix to, like, make it look like the demon is getting ready for a fight. Excellent. Sorry, snarling towards who? Felix. Oh, okay. Felix, does yeah, this scare want... you? Uh, Felix is not phased by this. Okay. Felix has seen the demon before. I just wanted to ask, because Felix was not privy to this plan at all. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Felix no had his own plan. Do I see the demon? Uh, do you? You are behind the van. Um, do you want to be peeking out? What do you want to be doing? Well, I was planning on peeking out to scan one of the, any one of the people to see if they got powers to see if I could copy it and make my own power. Okay, awesome. So, yes, you, you're seeing this happening, and we get a couple uh, panels of you scanning various guards, and what, what displays on your display when there are no powers? You can... It just gives me an error symbol. Okay, awesome. So we get a couple panels of you scanning various guards and get an error symbol. And then I think we're going to get a panel kind of showing the whole scene. We have everything that's happening over by the sigil. HR and his two men have Leo a bit off to the side. They've kind of pulled up short when everything with Ryder and the demon happens. And HR is kind of stepping in front of them and starting to um, walk towards the the demon very calmly. And the figures in robes uh, start, like, continue their walk. They seem completely unfazed by the, everything that's happening and start continuing their walk towards the sigil. I'm going to jump to Ryder. What are you doing? Oh, and Dark Ryder takes a step or two back when the demon appears. Is this out of surprise that the demon is there or that it was not what he expected or... Uh, go ahead and pierce the mask. All right, all right. That's a failure. Okay. So we get a panel of, you know, we get the panel of Dark Rider stepping back a few steps, and it looks like out of surprise, and then Felix kind of leaning in, and HR breaks into a full sprint and whips the chain towards Ryder. I'm going to jump over to Carl Fay. What are y'all doing? I'd like to uh, roll to assess the situation. Cool. You got a thousand eyes. Um, 2d6 plus superior, right? Okay, so I got a 7 
Um, so I get to ask one question, and my question is, um, what is the biggest threat? You, we get a panel of like you see, like very clearly seeing this uh, shock on um, Dark Rider. You know that Dark Rider isn't who they say they are or appear to be, and presently, it's definitely HR. He looks mean. He looks angry. He looks confident. Faye, what are you doing at this time? Question for the GM that I think I know the answer to. Since my mind is presently in Carl's body, can I use my telekinesis through Carl? Can you? I think I can. I'm okay with that. All right. Um, I want. So it would be a shame to have a big giant demon form and not use it. Um, no, the, the demon is going to be helping. I promise. Okay, cool. I'm going to snarl as the demon, and I want all of Carl's bodies to, like, snarl with me, so we get this, like, cacophonous, like, angry snarl sound. I think uh, we get, like, the snarl coming out of the, the demon's main mouth, and then just hundreds of the exact same and much smaller font all around it. I love that. And then I want to use my telepathy to flip Felix into the air. I would, like, grab him and, like, flip him into the air and knock him onto his back and, like, pull him, like, push him up the hill, essentially, and try to look like I'm hurting him, but actually just, like, push him out of the way and be like, I've got this. Stop. I've got a plan. Okay. Yeah, go ahead and roll to defend. Cool. Cute. (laughs) Fuck. To defend is plus savior, so that's a plus zero, so that's a solid fail. Well... If everyone on the team helped you and you spent team selfishly, you can't get ahead. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. Greatly overestimating the strength of this new form, you sling Ryder past HR and Ryder hits a van, uh, the the closest van to. I think we get a nice panel of Ryder hitting the van then sliding down the side of it. Ryder, go ahead and uh, mark a condition. Oh, beautiful. Oh, wonderful. I am going to do two things simultaneously. And I want to say this real quick. He is going to, he's going to mark the condition angry. And because I just hit five potential, he's, I'm also taking thin, thick and thin skin from the bull playbook. So I get plus one ongoing to unleash my powers. When you mark a condition. When I have angry marked. Oh, okay. Nice. HR. Like, his head tracks uh, Felix flying past him, but without missing a beat, he continues his run and swings the chain at the uh, the Carl demon. Carl, what are you doing? I'm going to directly engage. Um, I'm going to just um, like at th- at this point, Faye feels that she's losing a little bit of control in the in the in the democracy thing. So I'm going to take a bit more direct control over the body of the demon. Okay. Yeah, I went to you because I felt like this is you, your body being directly threatened instinctively. I'm giving you the chance to take control. Yeah, I, I would imagine that at this point, like more instinct starts kick, start kicking in. Okay, so what does that look like when you're swinging the chain at you? What are you doing? So the the eyes would suddenly flare up way more, and the snarl gets way more guttural, and. The demon is suddenly mid-walk, suddenly turns around, snarls really loud, and jumps at um, HR, who I assume is pretty close, right? Excellent, excellent. 
So I'm going to have you roll to directly engage. Um, but something else is going to happen as... Yeah, go ahead and just roll to directly engage. We'll go from there. So that's a 10. And so then pick two. I can choose at this point if I want to. I think that's what the ability does. I can do another oh. one if I want for, uh, for one condition. Oh, right. When you attack something like with monstrous form. Yeah, which... This, this is perfect for that, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, teamwork. Okay, screw it. Just because it's cool, I'm going to take the, uh, the angry uh, condition at this point, and I'm going to take three of them. So I can take something from HR. I'm not sure quite what sure like that. From him? Any, is there any visible weapon that I can? He has, he has a chain hanging uh, off each arm that like is wrapped around his wrists and is... It kind of disappears up his sleeve. It, you're not certain whether they're attached to him or if it's something he's holding. But I think that's the only visible weapon. I'm gonna. I'm going to um, use my tail to sweep him, and like I, I assume that works as as taking something from him, like taking a, so, his solid footing away. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then like the whole situation um, takes. The enemies by surprise because it's like suddenly like they can see that suddenly something changes and that there's a lot more oh um, i've got a i've got a good thing if you want to do that take um surprise frighten or impress i've got a good yeah, go ahead that. go ahead because the the one that i have something for is the other one so go ahead uh what good and uh, tell me the other one first okay so um i'm going to use this whole thing as a as a way for um, to give a, um, Estelle a way in. So um, I was thinking of knocking over a van, and it just looks like I'm just like it's collateral damage, but it's actually perfectly positioned to allow Estelle Ooh. to get even closer to the battle without being seen. Yeah, I like that. Okay, cool. So I think this panel, like HR, whips the chain at you, and it cracks like right in your interior but we get a shot of like all the insects spreading out of the way and we get the start of a portal ripping open like when he slaps his whips uh, where they crack they like rip a gash in reality and like through that we can see Faye for just a panel and then you hit him he goes uh, he goes flying off his feet and like you continue forward and just push over the van that uh, Felix is uh was up against, uh, knocking it over, and yeah, um, I'm gonna jump over to uh, to Violet. Like you have a clear path to get behind that van and scan anyone closer to this if you want, or do whatever. Okay, so I'm gonna run in and I'm gonna scan within my range. I'm gonna be scanning in the direction of HR, but I think I also catch a bit of uh, Carl as well. Because now I'm curious what that amulet does. <laughs> Go ahead and uh, roll to unleash your powers. I got a nine. Okay, either mark a condition, or I'll tell you how it's unstable or temporary. I'll mark a condition. Okay. What are you marking? Insecure. Okay, cool. The display on your your uh, scanner goes absolutely wild. Um, I don't think you've ever scanned like two powers at the same time and tried to match them together or before. And I'm going to give you, you know how the ability of flaming portals, you can decide what that means. 
And we are going to jump uh, the next panel to Faye, or Faye's body. And we see HR's like tear and reality portal open up and the chain wrap around Faye. Moon Harbor Heroes is produced by Anthony Sheets and T.P. Huth, and edited by Anthony Sheets. Anthony can be found on Twitter at IcyNewYear, or at IcyNewYear.com. T is the host of Incubator On Air, a new play podcast available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. They can be found at T. Huth Playwright on Twitter, or at TPHuth94 on Instagram. Faces is GM by me, Anthony Sheets. Carl is played by Simon Meskins. You can find him on Twitter as Jill Bereka. Faye is played by T.P. Huth. Ryder Typhon is played by Kaido Kane. Kaido is a Twitch personality and loves their three mischievous cats. You can find them at the Versian on Twitter and as Kaido Kane on Twitch.tv. Violet Starling is played by Zweifang. Our logo was designed by Beautiful Beasties. She can be found on Instagram at beastly.doodles or at patreon.com slash beautifulbeasties. The music in this issue is Black Vortex by Kevin McLeod. A link to his website and the license will be in the show notes. If you want to get a hold of us, email us at moonharborheroes at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at moonharborcast. If you enjoyed this issue, please leave us a review on iTunes and tell a friend. Word of mouth and five-star reviews are really the best way for us to keep bringing these stories to more people. And uh, thanks for helping us save the world. We'll see you next issue.